You're listening to the Unicorn Business Podcast because there are millions of business owners, but only one magical you. I'm Safina, your host and business coach. Stay tuned to learn everything you need to know to become the unicorn in your industry. Hey guys, welcome. So I got the idea to talk about ADHD because as you know, I have ADHD and pretty much I would say almost all of my clients have ADHD. And if not, even if you aren't sure if you have it, this could be so helpful for you if you are just like a creative-minded person or if even if you have like a lot of different things going on time-wise in your life, like a full-time job, or if you're responsible for kids like I am a lot of the time with a lot of your day, right? I got the idea to talk about this because I've noticed that over the years, like pretty much every client (laughs) – except for like maybe one or two, have had issues with like time management and their business. And it makes sense because a business is literally us making our own schedule, which is fun until we don't know like what we're doing. And we're like, I don't know. I don't know how to make the schedule. I don't know what I should be doing with my day. And feeling really out of control of like how we are spending our time. And so I have definitely felt like this before. And um, I, I'm sure a lot of business owners have if you're like, I just don't know how to like, I don't know how I should be allocating everything. I don't know what's the most important thing. So I want to talk about all of that. Okay. So what I've noticed is that my clients, like when they first start working with me, are spending a lot of time just doing shit. (laughs) Like basically like they're just, they're telling themselves they need to be working more. Okay. Cause they're like trying to hit certain goals. They're trying to get certain results. They're trying to make a certain amount of money. And they're like, okay, I know I have to put work into this. So I need to like be working, whatever that means. And then when they're not working or when they don't hit the goal, they're like, oh, I should be working more often. And then when they are working, they get super confused about like what they're actually supposed to be doing because there is information all over the internet, all over the social circles of like all these different ideas of what you can do in your business. And everything seems like important and everything seems like some things seem more fun than others. And so they end up just doing like a bunch of things and not seeing the results. And what happens when they're not working like I, I mentioned that they are telling themselves that they should be working, right? Like, <laughs> like you, and I did this all the time as well. It's something I've had to be super intentional about. Like whenever I was tired and I, and I wanted to like go sit down on the couch or something, I wouldn't allow myself to actually rest. I would like get on my business Instagram and start like surfing through there And what would happen from that problem itself is like you don't get any rest because the whole time that you're supposed to be resting, you're also like, well, I need, I actually need to be like cooking dinner. I actually need to be getting something done. I need to be productive. And so we need to just really become aware of like that whole thing that's going on (laughs) in our brains. If, if you relate to any of that, just become aware that like your brain is always telling you things that make you feel a lot worse about yourself. And it makes it harder to show up when you are working because think about if you're not resting, you're like literally always on, your brain is always like trying to be running and on. And it makes the time when you actually are working 
feel like really burnt out because it's just been running for so long. You're just like, okay, I just need to get stuff done. I just need to get stuff done. And I also want to touch on those of you who have time as like your brain's reason why you cannot have the business that you want or the life that you want. <laughs> so I'm I'm not judging you. I'm right there with you. Like I did that all the time. I've mentioned in so many episodes that like my kids and the amount of time and attention that they require and the amount of, what's the word, like spont- spontaneity and um, like unpredictability <laughs> that they require was like a huge problem for my brain. I was like, as lo- if I didn't have them, I know I could do this. But since I have them with me and I'm like responsible for being a stay-at-home mom with my kids, I'm not going to be able to have my business succeed. Like that was the story for so long. And people do this with time all the time. But I want to suggest to you that like if time is your thing, take this episode and this day to just consider that maybe time is not the problem and maybe there are solutions to all of the things that you want to do in life. There are solutions to all of the perceived problems with your time and that if you really, really want some of these things that just like starting to lean into trusting that there is a way to fit the all of the things in and that maybe they're not going to take as much time as your brain is telling you that they will. And if it's true that you really, really don't have time, I also want to offer that you do not have to do this, right? There's always like, it's always this push-pull going on in our brains and it's like, you can make the decision either way, but just pick one of them. <laughs> like, don't try and build a business and then the whole time tell yourself that you're going to fail or like because of your time. So, and I also think about how, you know, people like when we are desperate, like when we're desperate to find a boyfriend, it doesn't matter how much time we have. Like, we're going to make time <laughs> to see that guy. <laughs> right? Like stuff like that. Like when we really want something, we find ways to fit it in there. And I think about, you know, what comes to mind is like people that do their like PhD program after their kids are in bed and after they've worked all day and after they're like sitting with their husband in their bed, like studying for all of their stuff. I don't even know if that's like how the PhD program works, but like, I feel like I've seen that happen before. (laughs) where people just fit it in because they're like, this is so important and valuable to me. I'm going to make the time to do it. Whereas for me, I would just be like, you know what? I want my sleep and it's not a priority. So that's my opinion on, that's my take on if your brain is offering you that you don't have enough time. So the solution to any problems around time and around ADHD and your brain feeling like very frazzled, I want to just um, normalize this as well. Okay. Because like, I also hear from my clients that have ADHD, it, it's like, we've taken it as a problem, right? Like we're like, we're not normal people. We like, we can't get things done the same way as others. So we have like a disability. And while it, that might be like true in a certain light, I don't think it's valuable to think of your ADHD that way. And I want to just suggest that like you, this is a very common thing. A lot of people feel scattered. A lot of people feel confused in their business. And a lot of people end up just doing like 
a bunch of random things that they didn't intend on doing because of that problem. So it's normal. (laughs) And the solution to this, the first thing, the big thing that you want to do is to start to use your prefrontal cortex to plan time. So starting to use the part of your brain that is the looking ahead part, the decision-making part. And it's like the part of your brain that's like the parent (laughs) in a way, right? Versus like the kid part of your brain or the, I don't know what the other part is called, but the part that's like in the moment is always like, oh, no, no, we're confused. We want to eat an Oreo. Uh, We don't want to do this. We want to like go to the pool, (laughs) right? Like that's the part of you that's just like impulsive and wants what it wants right now and needs to be you know, needs to have immediate dopamine hits and like have immediate gratification. So we're stepping away from that part. We're stepping away from like flying by the seat of our pants and we are going to use our prefrontal cortex. And I think that so many people that think of themselves as creative have a lot of resistance to this. This is just my experience as a coach is that they almost think that like they can't do it. And I'm just here to tell you, like, what if it was possible that you could find a way to plan your time in a way that worked for you and it didn't have to be like the old school ways that we were taught, like, you know, hour by hour or any of the other ways that people have taught you how to manage time and you could figure out a way through trial and error that was going to work for you. So you've noticed throughout the episode, I've been addressing some common things that I see come up a lot as like the brain's resistance to doing this, the brain's resistance to allowing time to be within your control, to even be easy, (laughs) to be something that you can plan a little bit ahead of time and have it work out. You know, like a lot of people also think that they could plan their time, but they never follow through with it. So just starting to open up your brain to the fact that this is possible and this is actually a really good solution for anybody who has ADHD. And I'll tell you this as somebody who's been on both sides of the coin and you know what? Still am sometimes because it takes work to like make yourself show up for yourself all of the time. It's not just something that you get to master one day and then like you don't have to work at it anymore. (laughs) So it's like going to the gym It's something that I – some days I'm still like, hey, I just don't feel like following a schedule today. And you know what? I have time for that. And so I'm not going to (laughs) complain. So we have our big umbrella solution, which is to use the planning part of our brain to plan ahead of time and make decisions ahead of time about how we are going to schedule our week and our time. Here are some of the aspects that we usually end up coaching on that are like within the realm of planning your time ahead of time. (laughs) It's a lot of use of the word time. So these are things that can come up, okay? So first of all, what normally comes up for people who are not used to like following a schedule and don't like following a schedule is that we think of it as a one way to do it type of thing. And what I would like to suggest is actually thinking of this as something that's like kind of an experiment for yourself, something that's not going to be perfect the first time around, and also thinking of planning in lots of extra time for like 
all of the different pieces of you that need attention. <laughs> okay. So for example, like when I first started planning my time around my kids, I thought to myself, well, I should be working 40 hours a week. <laughs> and I was also being a stay-at-home mom. So that wasn't going to work. Like I can't, I can't just put eight hours of work in a day that's setting myself up for failure, right? <laughs> so I did that. And I the whole week I was like hard on myself because I'm like, this isn't working because you're you're not doing eight hours of work a day. And then I was like resisting the fact that I had to be a parent. And I was upset about that. And I was like, just it, that was not working. That was not the way that I should have made my schedule. And so what I had to do was start, like stop resisting all of the things that come up, right? It's like if your kid is supposed to have a nap every day and then like they don't have a nap half the time, plan for that now. <laughs> don't, don't like make your schedule as in the best case scenario happens and everything has to go perfectly. Make your schedule for your real life. And so like my real life is like, yeah, sometimes they don't have a nap. Sometimes the entire day is just really hard on me as a mom and I just don't have that much time to work or I don't have that much energy. Sometimes I need a nap. Sometimes I need rest. And so like making sure that the first thing that you do is like take care of all of those things so that you're not resisting the reality of your life. So you're doing this as if it is a study of yourself. <laughs> and see, like, this is where I think it's such a great idea to just embrace the fact that you are, you have ADHD. It's like, you're a cool person. You're a cool, creative person that has ADHD and you're just finding out what works for your brain the best instead of like, oh, I'm trying to fit myself into this box of who I think, of who society thinks I should be. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you the, these little mindset shifts have been everything for me. I'm somebody that like doesn't take medication for my ADHD. I just embrace it and I don't resist against it. And it saves me from so much drama. It's like totally taken away the drama of ADHD in my business and in my life. So first of all, we've got that schedule down and it could just be blocks. In my schedule, I like to just allow lots of room for, because I have kids, because I have things that I can't control, I can't predict how they're going to be acting at like 10 a.m. in the morning or what's going to be going on. <laughs> so I don't plan my schedule that way. I've got like a list of things that I want to get done throughout the day. I have like blocks of time where I have a general idea of what we're going to be doing. And then the rest is just, I, I just have that there so I can know to put it in there. And I think what I hear from a lot of clients is that they literally don't know. And I feel that way when I do not when I don't do this process, like I feel the same way. It's like you get, you, you get a minute to yourself and you're like, oh, I don't, I'm not even sure what I should be doing right now. So make those decisions now of like, when I get that time to sit down, when I get that lunch break, when I get that 30 minutes, like, what do I want to be doing? Do I want to just let myself rest? And that's totally okay too. It's not about pushing yourself. It's about having the decision so your brain isn't telling you all the time that you should be doing something else. Now we get into what exactly should you be doing in your business? <laughs> because this is where a lot of people feel confused. Like they might have time. Let's say you've gotten to the point where you have time in your calendar and now you're like, well, what should I be doing? I don't know. And I find that when you are looking at your business from like a today standpoint, 
it's very confusing of like what you should be doing today. But if you're looking at your business from a future standpoint, from like where you want to be in the future, you have so many more clues as to like how to get yourself there. Who do you want to be in the future? What results do you want to create? And then work backwards from there. So instead of just like saying, hey, I'm going to watch a class for two hours today, that like actually might not really produce a certain result. Like I'm going to watch posing for two hours. Onto the business side of what should you actually be doing in your business. Let's say you've gotten to the point where you have a few hours in your time and you're sitting down to work and then you feel confused. And I hear this all the time. This is a result of like not having a future result that you're working towards that is broken down into pieces of how to get there. Okay. Because what we do in our business when we're like, when we don't have that vision and we haven't worked backwards from who we want to be and where we want to be is that we just do things that like sound or feel productive. And sometimes they're like really fake productive things. <laughs> like sometimes we're like, I just really need to like take a new headshot of myself. <laughs> um, yeah, guilty. I've done that before. And it's like, but when I do it, I'm like, I know that this is not actually going to like get me a certain result. Like the headshot for me isn't, doesn't directly lead me to like a certain goal that I'm working on right now. Maybe for you it does. It's different for everybody. But what you'll find yourself doing is you'll be like, well, I watched like five hours of videos today. I don't know. It feels like I'm just not getting where I want to be though. And so like, let's give you permission to eliminate all of that stuff. This is the part where for my clients, I see a lot of trouble coming up because they get very um, like squirrely, <laughs> like, hey, squirrel, from things that people post online, from suggestions that people have, from ideas that people have, because you're a creative. You have a creative brain. Your brain always wants to be doing new things and thinking about new things, and it loves whenever things pop up online that are like great ideas or great new classes or new ways to have a sales system right? Like all of those things will pop up. And this is the place where you start to become a little bit more uh, demanding of yourself, a little bit more strict with yourself around what you're allowing yourself to spend time on, what you're allowing your brain to get excited about doing <laughs> and being like, no, I really, I don't need to do these extra classes. I don't need to do these other things. I need to do the things that I specifically laid out that will get me to my end result. So you have your goal. You break down the things that you need to do to get to your goal or to get to where you want to be. You write down all the things that are like maintenance things that you have to do to keep yourself going, like answering an email. And then you do those things with the intention of knowing like, if I do all these things, I will get to the end result. And it keeps you from being as reactive. Like what you're noticing here is that we're not being reactive. We're not like waking up and seeing that our mom texted us and thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe I will just give her a call and like speak to her all day. I feel like I use the worst example because I'm, I'm like, 
everyone's going to be thinking, oh, you, you're saying not to talk to your mom. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that we let these things come up when we don't have boundaries around our time and when we're not really enforcing the plans that we've created for ourselves. Like we have to show up to our own lives with the same seriousness that we would for others, like with the same respect that we would for others, because we're making these plans for ourselves because we really, truly want this. It's not just something that we're making like for no reason, right? And this is where you start to see things come up. Like people need us. People text us all day. People email us. It feels urgent. Like all of these things come up and we have to be able to sort out in our brain and be like, this was my focus for the day. And what would be important enough to derail me from that focus? Okay. And so maybe you can decide that right now as well. Like you could decide this ahead of time as well. (laughs) Okay. So maybe like for me, my sister texted me and she's actually about to buy a purse, which is super exciting to me. because I love helping people shop for designer handbags. So let's say my sister texts me and I have something planned for my day. And in my brain, I'm like, oh, this sounds way more fun than like the thing that I had planned. And so I want to just get on my phone and go cuddle up and text her and help her shop for purses. Maybe that's something that I decide is not going to derail me anymore. Like maybe that's something I decide, hey, I'm just not going to respond to that until I'm like, done with what I said I was going to do. But maybe if there's a life-threatening emergency and, you know, my kid is at camp and they call me and they tell me he's been throwing up, that's something that I would, you know, decide ahead of time. Yes, I would get in my car and I would probably have to reschedule some things and change my day around because that's something important enough to go pick the kid up. But you see how it's like in your control, right? It's The parts that are out of your control are still out of your control, but the timing and the decisions of like what you want to do about those circumstances are still in your control. So what I'd really like to offer you lastly is that if you are actually doing this and you're calling yourself to show up to your life and your business with this level of discipline, like I said, it doesn't have to be all the time with every single thing just like 50% more than flying by the seat of your pants. (laughs) If you're doing that and you're keeping those promises and you're doing things within the time that you set for yourself and you're giving yourself lots of compassion and grace when other things come up or when it doesn't go as planned, when you're doing that, you'll find that you actually do not need anywhere close to the amount of time in your business that you would think that you can achieve amazing results within short working hours that are just focused and dedicated working hours. And you'll also find that you can have the peace of mind of knowing whenever you're off, like when you're resting, when you're laying in bed at night, you don't have to be thinking about your business. When you're out with your friends on the weekend, you don't have to be thinking about your business. It's a way of living that requires more effort up front, but saves so much headache while you're actually living your life like anything else. You'll build so much trust with yourself 
that you can do anything. You can plan and execute anything and you can show up for yourself. This has been something that I've showed up for like 75 hard knowing I can do this. I've showed up for starting a second business knowing I can do this. And as somebody that has always had a million notes and a million to-dos and things that I have to remember floating around in my head, it has literally changed my life to just do a little bit of this work, to just plan a little bit ahead of time. (laughs) Like I said, not even perfectly. So I hope you'll consider it. If you need more help with this, I'm happy to help you in my six-month program. We can work with the specific things that come up for you that maybe stop you from being able to do this. But I hope that you try it. Let me know. Let us know in the group. Let us know on the Facebook group, all of that stuff, Instagram stories, any of that, how it works for you. And I'd love to see it. All right. I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to stand out and charge more, you can work with me now in my one-on-one coaching program. Click the link in the show notes to book your consultation call. And to learn more about creating your unicorn brand, make sure you're keeping up in our Facebook community called The Unicorn Business. You can find the group also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.